Ephesians 3.20 Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever you are listening to this podcast. I hope it finds you well and that you are filled with joy and peace and laughter in your hearts and in your homes. I haven't done a podcast in a while because I've been pretty busy with the holidays and uh, just a lot of uh, a lot of warfare. Um, But God has gotten uh, gotten us through it, and it it hasn't been easy. um, But it has made me uh, better. God has made me better. A better mom, a better daughter, a better friend, a better person, a better woman. And I know that he is molding me and my son um, into the creations that he created for us to be uh, for him, for the kingdom, and for our future. Um, so through the hard times of wanting to give up on this podcast, wanting to give up on so many things in my life and then picking them back up and trying again. Um, I think that's the whole thing with life is that bad things happen to good people and, um, but good things happen to good people too. And for us to just not give up hope, to not give up faith, Um, that when we get knocked down, we just keep getting back up and trying again. That's what I've learned in this season that I'm still learning, (laughs) but that's been the main thing that I've learned, um, in this past year of 2020 is, uh, is that when you get knocked down over and over and over again, that you just keep getting back up and God gives you the strength The Holy Spirit gives you that power and strength to believe in yourself when others don't, um, to love yourself when you feel like you're unloved, um, to know that you're seen and heard when you don't feel seen and heard. Um, I think it's really important um, to learn from the past, to learn from the hurt and pain that others have caused to keep growing, maturing, and learning from your, your own mistakes and try not to make the same mistakes again. <laughs> that's, that's a big one. Um, to stop cycles and patterns of, of uh, things that, that you're used to doing and, and that maybe you don't even realize you're doing. And, and when God points it out to you and shows you that, you don't get offended from his correction, but that you, um, are grateful when he corrects you. And then he lovingly does that. He lovingly and kindly and compassionately does that and, and kind of veers you into a different direction. Um, he's also taught me that when one door closes, another opens and that whoever, um, doesn't accept you, um, there's always someone else who will. 
that there is healing and growth in rejection um, that I've learned throughout my lifetime. Um, I've had a lot of rejection. I'm sure a lot of you have too. A lot of abandonment, a lot of rejection. But it's made me stronger. It's made me realize that Jesus is my anchor. Jesus is my best friend. Jesus is my Lord and Savior and my God, but he is more than that to me. He's everything. Uh, When no one was there, he was there. When uh, people left and abandoned me or or rejected me, he didn't. And um, I'm grateful. I'm grateful in this moment. I'm grateful for what all I've learned so far in my life. I'm grateful for the pain. I'm grateful for the suffering. Um, I never thought I'd be able to say that, but, (laughs) but I am. It's taught me a lot. And, uh, I know I have a lot more to learn. I know I have a lot more growing to do. I'm, I'm, I haven't arrived, but, um, I'm on my way. And I know that, um, this new year is going to bring a lot of beautiful blessings and open doors for me and my son and for our life and for what God has purposed and planned for us. So today, I hope what you get out of this podcast is, um, is, is encouragement. One, that's the most important thing I always want to do um, with what I say and do is to encourage others to love themselves to know that they're seen and loved and heard and valued and worthy and to not give up and to when you when you do fall or when you do make a mistake or when things don't work out that you just don't give up and that you don't give up hope and faith and that you keep getting back up that you get back up today that you lift yourself up (laughs) lift your chin up and believe in yourself even when others don't believe in you believe in yourself know that God believes in you and He has a beautiful purpose and plan for your life that nothing and no one, no demon, no angel, no person, no sickness, no disease, no lack, nothing can stop the plan and purpose of God on your life. Nothing. And it will come to fruition, but you have to keep the faith and you have to believe in yourself and you have to um, not give up. So... My message to you today is to get back up again, to keep believing, to keep having faith and hope in God, in your life, in your purpose uh, of why God placed you on this planet, why he put you in this world and what your mission is and that he would give you eyes to see and ears to hear of where to go, where to walk, what to say, what not to say, where to go, where not to go, uh, to turn left or to turn right or to back up or slow down or to go and move forward. Um, just know that I'm praying for you and I love you and I have some, um, other things I want to share today, but I hope this finds you well and I hope this encourages you. And makes you realize that you're not alone. That God sees you and hears you today. He hears your prayers. He hears your cries. And um, just don't give up. Try one more time. God bless you. I wanted to share with you guys um, a reading out of this book called Cultivate. Um, This is Volume 5, The Art of Connection, Part 1, from Cageless Birds. 
uh, the process of, of living from your heart. And uh, one of the readings that I want to read from uh, that book today is, uh, it's called A Recipe for Being Encouraged by the Father, You Can Do It by Sean uh, Fout. I can't pronounce his name. <laughs> I don't, I'm sorry if I'm ruining the, the name. Uh, it's by Sean. And so I'm going to read this to you because it's, it's really beautiful and it really touched me. And so I wanted to uh, share it with you guys that maybe it would encourage you to. Quite often these days, as my children grow, I feel like I am teaching them less and less and learning more and more from them. The role reversal as a parent is miraculous and beautiful if you fully embrace it. For unless you change and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of God. Matthew 18:3. Recently, we took advantage of a 71 degree January day by loading up the kids' bikes to cruise our normal route through our country neighborhood. My son Malachi Christopher, we call him Kai, was so frustrated that he couldn't ride his bike on the dirt path like his older sister because his training wheels kept getting stuck in the mud. This eventually pushed him over the edge to want to learn how to ride his bike like a big boy without training wheels. Kai is by far our most cautious, tender child, and we have been working specifically on not allowing the middle child stigma to settle on him. Kate and I both know that this is not his portion. This moment was an open door to help him conquer his fears, so I kept at it. Meanwhile, Kate was playing safety mom, which has probably saved Kai's life a few times already, encouraging me not to fling Kai down the biggest hill in our neighborhood. We agreed on a location and went for it. After a few times, after a few times of him falling pretty hard and scraping his arms and legs, I held him in my arms and whispered into his ear while he was sobbing, you can do it, Kai. You were made for this. Still crying, he agreed to give it one last try. I began pushing Kai, his legs pedaling faster than ever before. He started to whisper to himself, I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. Until it was loud, bold, and echoing through the air around us. Even though his little arms were shaking and he was gritting his teeth in panic, his heart was steadfast. As I gave him a last push at the end of the driveway onto the hill, I could feel the father like never before. He reminded me I had been, I had been here before many times. It was me who was on the bike. Through that moment of risk, trust, and letting go with my own son, the Holy Spirit was reminding me of my own journey in life. There have been so many times I've felt unsure or afraid, but the father surrounded me with, you can do it, Sean. Kai conquered his fear that day and rode his bike in a complete circle before softly crashing in the dirt. We exploded as a family around him, hugging him and telling him how amazing and bold he was. I could almost hear heaven doing the same thing in response. It was one of the most powerful moments I've ever had with my firstborn son. Some of our greatest frustrations can lead to our biggest breakthroughs in life. If only we'd hear the Father whisper, you can do it. Isn't that just so beautiful? 
It reminds me of what I've been going through with my own son and his health issues and my health issues and me surrendering my son's life and, and purpose and health over to the Father, over to Jesus and knowing that he, ha- he loves my son more than I do. Like I love my son very, very much, but I know that our Father in heaven loves Gavin, my son, more than I do, more than I could ever. So the prompt of this uh, story that Sean told in this book of Cultivate, it says, this is the prompt that that, uh, they have at each uh, end of uh, each story in this book. It's so beautiful. Have you ever felt utterly defeated? Remember back to that moment of despair, but imagine the father building you in his, holding you, not building you, sorry. He is building us, but that's not what it says. But imagine the father holding you in his strong arms while you wept. Listen now for his voice that whispers, you can do it. I believe in you. Let the encouragement of the father fill you with bravery and confidence. Ask him, Lord, what word of encouragement do you have for me in this moment of feeling defeated? And then journal his voice. And so that's again from the book Cultivate and it's called You Can Do It, A Recipe for Being Encouraged by the Father by Sean um, Foyt, I think is how you say his name. I do not know how to say his last name. Sorry about that but it's beautiful. Anyway, I wanted to share that story with you because that's kind of what myself, I've been going through in my own life and with my uh, son and with just what the father's teaching me, what he's teaching my son of um, the struggles and the suffering that we've been going through um, in our lives and in this season and, and that we've heard his whisper saying, you can do it and I believe in you and don't give up and try one more time. And so that's what I'm saying to you today. That's what God's saying to you today. That's what he's saying to me today. It's what he's saying to all of us. Don't give up. He's saying, you can do it. I believe in you. And just try one more time. Get back up again. I hope this blesses you. I love you. I have another... um, reading that I'd like to share with you guys today. It's uh, from the book uh, Streams in the Desert for Kids um, that I've mentioned several times before on these podcast uh, episodes. And this one is called God Leads Us Gently. Genesis 33, 12 and 14. Jacob said to Esau, I must care for the ooze and cows that are nursing their young. If they are driven hard just one day, all the animals will die. So let my Lord go on ahead while I move along slowly at the pace of the children. Long ago, a man in the Bible named Jacob had a huge family as well as many servants, cattle, sheep, and camels. One day he decided to move the whole lot of them across some of the worst desert terrain in the world to his homeland in Israel. No moving vans or buses here. The people had to walk. Can you imagine the brain and bawling of the animals? Can you imagine the whining and crying of the babies? It was not a very pleasant trip. The Bible tells us that Jacob realized how young and weak many of the children and animals were. He decided not to force them to go too far in one day. He was gentle with them. That's why he told his brother Esau to go on ahead of him, and he would only go as fast as the youngest and weakest of his tribe could go. And that's the way God leads us. He takes us tenderly through the hard times in our lives. He is gentle with us, especially when we have failed. 
Sometimes we get so mad at ourselves when we just can't get it right. So we have to learn to be gentle with ourselves in the same way God is gentle with us. It's very important to treat yourself the way Jacob treated his family, the way God treats us, gently, tenderly, compassionately. And this is the prayer for the devotional. Dear Lord, help us to be patient with ourselves. Help us to remember that every day is a new day with mercy and grace, and you are in it. Lord, we pray for our friends and family who feel like failures. Help us to help them. In Jesus' name, amen. Jesus loves you.